0: chapter number 27 and we're going to continue a series today that we have been doing called seasons. I've had a tremendous amount of feedback on this season sermon series because uh, I think people are really identifying with it and we've been talking about not just natural seasons but spiritual seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 we've shared every week it says this, In everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Let me just say it again. In everything, there is a season. And then the writer of Ecclesiastes goes on to list 28 different natural seasons that we go through. And I believe this. In addition to natural seasons, there are spiritual seasons. And we need help navigating the spiritual seasons of our life. And so during this series, I've been talking about the importance of discernment. To know the difference between right and wrong choices. To know the difference between right and wrong voices. Because what looks wrong isn't always wrong. What looks right isn't always right. And so you have to use discernment. And what discernment is, is discernment is the ability to see beyond the natural into the supernatural. It's the ability to see beyond the natural into the supernatural. Discernment is really God's gift for you. It is God's gift for you so that you're not led only by your five senses. Because your five senses can deceive you. And so, as we talk about entering seasons, we've talked about four different seasons. I've got to one last week. One was called shifting seasons. Last week, we talked about seasons of change. Shifting seasons are when God brings change or transition to you, and you need to know how to navigate that. And today, I want to talk to you about dark seasons. Dark seasons. And perhaps the most dangerous season and the one that really can cause our life to spiral out of control is a dark season. And here's why you need discernment. Here's why you need to be here every week for these series is because if we're not careful, what happens is a season that was meant to be temporary becomes a cycle and it gets perpetuated in our life. Particularly this one we're talking about today. Because dark seasons are when you walk through. When you walk through the most difficult parts of your life. And I've seen people deal with hurt. And I've seen people deal with loss. And and they had an incident. And there was, there was something that they walked through. And because they did not know how to navigate that. They did not use discernment. What was meant to be a season... Turned into a cycle. It caused their life to spiral out of control. I've seen people go through grief and it just be perpetual. They can't seem to find their way out. I've seen people go through loss and that loss turned into a hurt. That turned into an addiction as they self-medicate. And that addiction turned into a life cycle and their life just spiraled out of control. And what meant to be only a season turned into the new normal for their life. And so we have to be very careful that the, the, the seasons of our life don't turn into cycles, right? So we're going to talk about four different seasons. One was last week. You can catch it on the podcast. And then this week, and then we're going to do two more that are the most difficult. Today, we're going to talk about dark seasons. We're going to talk about dark seasons. And listen, dark seasons come to all of us. Pain is no respecter of person. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily did anything wrong. Did you hear me now? It doesn't mean that, that you were in sin. Sometimes that is the case. Sometimes it was your mistake. Sometimes it was a sin that caused your life to enter a dark season. But sometimes through no fault of your own or through other people's choices, you entered into a dark season that you were not the author of. And let me tell you, here's what I believe about storms. You're either going into a storm, you're either coming out of a storm, or you are in one right now. But we're going to have storms in our life. We're going to have difficult days. We're going to have trouble, and we are going to have problems. And so we have to learn how to navigate our way around them. Because they're not meant to stay. Amen? Jesus actually went through a dark season. There were three major events in Jesus' life. The wilderness, the garden, and the cross. When he went into the garden, he entered into a dark season. In Mark chapter 14, the Bible actually says of Jesus that Jesus' soul was troubled. It actually says he was distressed and he was filled with grief. And it was not sin. He did nothing wrong. Difficult times and difficult seasons are just that. They're just difficult. And Jesus entered into a dark season. It only was for a night. It wasn't for a month. It wasn't for a year. It wasn't for five years. It wasn't perpetuated. It didn't become a cycle. But he did enter into a dark season. He said, I'm filled with sorrow, filled with grief. My soul is distressed. And now here's the thing. Did he lack faith? Absolutely not. Amen. But watch this. Did he know that he was going to get to the other side? Yes, he did. Did he know what the outcome of the cross was going to be? Yes, he did. Did he still struggle Did he still have difficulty at that moment? Yes, he did. See, some of you go through dark things and you think, why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve it? And the truth is, you did nothing to deserve it. It doesn't mean that you've abandoned your faith. It doesn't mean that you're walking out on God. It doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. It doesn't mean that that you've totally just rejected God in any way. It just means a difficult season has come. Jesus knew the outcome of what was going to happen at the cross. He said to the Pharisees, hey, you kill this temple in three days, it'll be raised up. Hallelujah. He not only knew the outcome, he not only knew the final chapter, he actually wrote the final chapter of his life. He says, I know how this thing's going to turn out, but it's still difficult. doesn't make it any easier. Huh? It's still painful. Listen, pain is pain. Just what it is. But it's not meant to be a cycle. It's not meant to be perpetuated. It's not meant to be the new normal. So I want to give you some practical ways that you can navigate the storms, dark seasons of your life. And the first one is this. You have to discern. Watch this. You have to discern, if I can find it take my glasses off you have to discern how to hear even when you can't see you have to discern how to hear even when you cannot see if you're in Acts chapter 27 Paul is in the midst of a dark season he is going through a storm watch this through no fault of his own in fact, he actually warned the people who were in charge. He said, this is not going to turn out well. They said, we're going anyway. So he was going anyway. So Paul entered into this dark season. And we know it is is because in chapter 27, verse 20, it says, Now when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and no small tempest, that storm, beat on us, all hope that we would be saved was finally given up. Everyone around him had lost hope. All these men had lost hope. Now watch this in verse 23. It says this. For there stood by me this night. This is Paul encouraging everybody. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, do not be afraid. What happened? He said, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar, and indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told to me. Paul said this, listen, I know we can't see our way out of the storm, but we can do this. We can hear our way out of the storm. Right? Because sometimes you're going, Pastor, I can't see when this thing's going to end. I can't see how this is going to turn out. I can't see how God's going to put my family back together. I can't see how financially I'm not going to have to live in lack and poverty the rest of my life. I can't see how I won't be stuck on medication all my days. I know this. If you can't see it, you can hear it. The voice of God can guide you through any dark season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to know that when you can't see it, you can hear it. Hear the voice of God. Paul said this, we can't see nothing. It's pitch black out there. But I heard God say, we're going to get through this thing. I heard God say, we're going to get to the other side. I heard God say that we're not going to lose our life in this. Huh? You have to trust what you hear when you can't see with your eyes you've got to learn to hear the voice of God. Nothing could be more important than you hearing the voice of God. In the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1, it actually says this. Habakkuk went to a place to pray and he said this. I'm going to go pray. I'm going to set myself to pray. And watch what it says. I'm actually going to see what he says. I'm going to see what he says. So what comes first? The saying. The saying comes first. God speaking comes first. And then Habakkuk says, when he says it, that's when I'll see it. Hear the voice of God. Hear the voice of God. When you can't see it, with your natural eyes. When you don't know how this is going to turn out. When you can't see happy days. Because listen, I have been there. I was in a marriage 20 years ago that was an absolute nightmare. It was my own fault. My wife's not here today. She's, she's actually at another church. She's not leaving this church. She's just visiting another location. Right? A church that we're in a relationship with. She'll be back next week, I promise you. We were in a mess. And I'm telling you what, if you'd have told me back then that one day you'll be happy, one day you'll be best friends, one day you'll enjoy each other's company, one day you'll just be, you know, just absolutely in love, I'd have said, I can't see it. But God said it. Huh? God said it. So you have to discern what to hear even when you can't see it can't see it that's why it's so important for you to hear the voice of God for your life the second thing is this you need to discern the power of your words to limit darkness the power of your words can limit darkness let me prove it to you in Genesis chapter 1 the Bible says this God called the light day and the darkness he called night so the evening and the morning were the first day God called the light, what? Day. And then he took darkness. That was just darkness. And he called it night. Now watch this. In calling it night, he limited the time, the ability, its power, its strength, because he called it night. Darkness is darkness. But night is temporary night is only subject to change come on now it's midnight but the sun's coming up it's 1 a.m and it's dark but before too long the sun will be out And it'll be bright again. Amen? See, what you're walking through right now, if you change your words, if you begin to understand the power of your words, you understand that what you're walking through doesn't have the strength to stay with you. Because the Bible says, hey, listen, mourning may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah? That means I'm going to be happy. I'm going to smile. I'm going to laugh. This thing is just temporary. It's just here now, but it won't be here forever. Hallelujah? Amen? It's just night. That's all it is. It's just night. But the sun will shine again. Amen? It will happen. I will be happy. I will be uh, totally whole. I won't have to walk in depression. I won't have to be sad. I won't have to live with grief. Amen? I won't have to live with pain. It's just a season. It's just night. Huh? I'm going to call those things night temporary subject to change you say well pastor is that possible can you really limit stuff with the power of your words well let me ask you this can you perpetuate depression by talking about your problems can you some of you say i don't know why i depressed i do all you think about and all you talk about is your problems that's why you're depressed Can you perpetuate sickness? Huh? By talking about how sick you really are? Can you perpetuate a bad marriage? By talking about your spouse the way you do? Oh, hallelujah. I did. I perpetuated it for years. So you have to limit what you're going through by understanding the power to change things with your words. This isn't the new normal. This isn't my new life. This isn't me forever. This is just night. Huh? And that's what I'm going to call it. It's temporary. It's subject to change. Joy is coming in the morning. Hallelujah. Joy is coming in the morning. The third thing is this. You need to know this. Discern who has what you don't. Who has what you don't. I said last week that when God wants to expand you, he brings people into your life. I said when God wants to expand you, he brings people into your life. That's why it's so dangerous for you to isolate yourself. In fact, the Proverbs actually says this. If you isolate yourself, you are acting foolish. It says you're foolish. You're foolish if you think that you don't need people to get through the seasons of your life. Because somebody has something you don't. Somebody has a key to a door and you don't have that key. They have something you don't. God does it on purpose. He sets us up because he will never allow us to live an isolated life. He causes us to be connected. He requires it. It is a commandment. Be connected. We will always need people. Amen? Watch this. In Judges chapter 16, there's a guy most of you heard of by the name of Samson. Samson goes into a dark season. The Bible says that the enemies capture him. They gouge out his eyes. He cannot see. And he's being ridiculed and tortured. It was a season of his life. And the Bible says that they brought him out to ridicule him another time in Judges chapter 16 it says he's led out by a young lad and he says to the young lad would you put my arms around the pillar pillars that hold up the temple Samson watch this Has the strength, but he doesn't have the sight. The little boy has the sight, but he doesn't have the strength. See, some of you are going, Pastor, I got the strength. I feel strong, but I don't know why I can't get out of this. I feel strong, but I feel like I'm I'm stuck. I have my faith, but I can't see to get through this thing. It's because you were never meant to see it on your own. God intended for you to meet somebody that, even though you have the strength, you don't have the sight. And they've got the sight. Somebody has something that you don't. And that little boy led Samson. And said, here, here are the pillars. Now, you put an end to the season of darkness.